The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 24th of April. In your Squiz today, the latest from Sri Lanka, distractions on the campaign trail, a couple of rare finds and platform sandals. This is your Squiz today. As the death toll from the Sri Lanka bombing is revised upwards to 321 people, Sri Lanka's Deputy Defence Minister has announced that initial findings indicate the attacks were a retaliation for Christchurch, Clare. That's right. There's been a couple of things that have happened in the last 24 hours. One is that connection has been made by the Sri Lankan government to Christchurch, although New Zealand says that they haven't had any evidence that connects them to that and they haven't seen anything along those lines. But also Islamic State have now claimed responsibility for the attack and that's in line with what Sri Lankan uh, government ministers and the Prime Minister have said. They thought that the local NTJ um, Islamic militant group had help from some international terror network and it seems that that might be Islamic State. We also know a little bit more about the victims of the bombings, particularly the Australians, the husband of Monique Sirarachi and the father of Alexandria, spoke to the media yesterday. That's right. He said that he had walked out of a Easter Sunday church service um, with those two family members behind him and unfortunately they'd been caught up in the explosion um, in Ngombo. It seems to be the biggest attack and it's claimed more than 100 victims at that church. It also reports that a British couple who had lived in Perth for quite a number of years were also killed on Sunday. They were there with their uh, kids. The kids are okay but but, yeah, sadly, uh, those two have died as well. Their names are, are Dr Sally Bradley and, and Bill Harrop. To the campaign trail now, and yesterday Scott Morrison announced a commitment to create 250,000 new small and family businesses over the next five years. But it is still our version of Watergate that's stealing the limelight, Claire. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that's not going to go away quite yet. The Agriculture Minister, David Littleproud, uh, called in the auditors. They're going to look at this water buyback program that has been in place for quite some years. So the auditors are going to look at the deals way back to 2008, which of course includes when Labor was in office. For Bill Shorten, he also had to straddle a, a pretty difficult issue for Labor, which is a support for Adani, which is um, the big coal mine uh, that's looking to be developed in the Carmichael Basin of North Queensland. Uh, it's an issue that Shorten hasn't really said that he supports, but hasn't really said that he doesn't. So it continues to straddle that one. As we've said before, Adani's going to keep coming up, so we're going to tackle it in our election pop-up podcast this Friday for anyone who wants to get it clear in their heads. Make sure you don't miss that. Or freighter SS Iron Crown sank in under 60 seconds after it was hit by a torpedo while travelling through the Bass Strait. 38 people on board were killed. This happened in 1942, Claire, and the wreck has now been finally discovered. It has, and the 
it, researchers on board that um, that ship that have found it are really hoping that it brings some comfort to the families of those uh, who perished. Uh, it was a freight ship that was carrying iron ore from Wyala to Newcastle during the war and was sunk by a Japanese submarine. There were quite a few submarines operating in the waters off Australia during that time and apparently it's in pretty good um, a state of preservation on the ocean floor. Wow, the ocean's a big place, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. A large-scale trial of what's been touted as the world's first malaria vaccine for kids is due to start in Malawi, Claire. It's going to be a fairly big breakthrough if it is something that proves to be as good as they're hoping it is. It's a vaccine that was created back in 1987 by the big drug giant um, GlaxoSmithKline and researchers have been working on it ever since in partnership with the World Health Organization. So uh, if it's able to bring some protection to kids who are usually um, those that are most vulnerable um, to dying from malaria, it will be a pretty big breakthrough. 435,000 people died, mostly children from malaria in 2017. Um, one woman achieved a rare feat over the weekend, Claire, 28 demerit points in one hit. She was on the Pacific Highway uh, on the New South Wales Central Coast and was pulled over by police to, allegedly for having a mobile phone in her hand and it's when police uh, started talking to her that they realised that her three young children weren't properly strapped in uh, in the back seat of the car. So I think these days it takes 12 points to lose your licence in New South Wales so to rack up 28 in one go was no mean feat. Yes, it was ordinarily 14 but 28 on double demerits. Now, I'm looking down at my engagement ring and I like it. It's really nice, but I wouldn't want to put it up against the one found in Rio Tinto's Argyle mine this week. I'm glad you still like your engagement ring. I'm, I'm sure your yeah, husband will be really um, <laughs> thrilled to hear that. Um, yeah, a 28.84 carat, um, very rare white diamond has been found uh, at the Rio Tinto wow. mine uh, in the East Kimberley region. And it's a mine that's going to be shutting down soon. So the team were quite excited to find it. Apparently it's quite rare, not necessarily to find stones of that size, but for them to survive the whole process where they're uh, mined and then yeah. sort of brought out through a crusher. So it's quite an exciting thing. And even though it sounds quite big, I was quite surprised to hear that um, one of the estimates doing the rounds yesterday of its valuation was about $500,000. So that seems pretty cheap to me. Does it? Really? It's a lot of money, but, it, you know, it's a big diamond. <laughs> yeah, Huge. that's true. And that was actually a contender for the most clicked link out of the email today, but I think that Prince Louis will give it some competition. He turned one yesterday and uh, the palace has released some photos. Yes, Kate, the photographer, has done her thing again and she's um, put three new snaps up, which I agree, I'm sure that'll get a lot of um, look today. He's very cute. What isn't cute is platform sandals. They're back in. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> yeah, I miss them the first time around, but there's plenty of people who seem to like them. Yeah, so, no, they're not all bad. Uh, but podiatrists are saying they're particularly bad for spraining ankles. They remind me of the Spice Girls. They used to wear things like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Last but not least, our three-minute squeeze this week is with Ken Barron, Emma McDonald. Outside of a job as a journalist, she runs a charity called Send Hope, Not Flowers. 
That's right. She's one of the the people who uh, got it up and running. It was an idea that came to her after she'd spoken to her obstetrician who does work in the developing world, particularly to help mothers survive childbirth. And the idea, of course, is that um, on these big occasions that um, instead of sending flowers, uh, make a donation to this fantastic uh, organisation and they support better maternal health in a lot of um, some really struggling parts of the world. Yeah, she really she makes the point as well that they take not one cent of the donations. It all goes back to the charity. But a great three-minute squeeze as well. She's quite a character. Yeah, she sure is. Moving on to the email subject line. We, we have a line from Ed Sheeran's photograph. Of course, we've got a couple of links to some pics in the email. Uh, we keep this love in a photograph. So Ed Sheeran, there you go. You're not a fan of Ed Sheeran, are you? No, no, I quite like Ed Sheeran. Oh, I think okay. he's a yeah, he's a prolific talent. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, it's Anzac Day tomorrow, so of course we won't be publishing the Squeeze email or podcast, but we will be back on Friday. Look forward to catching you up on the news then. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.